Welcome back to the IC Pixels podcast. This is Anthony. And this is David. We're back on time and on schedule. No, we're not. I know you're waiting. And you're like, where why haven't they dropped? No, they weren't. Their... No, they weren't. Okay. Um Yeah, we're back. Um I was uh before we start recording I I was talking about how I I downloaded TikTok for some reason. Um and there's more than people dancing on there, which is interesting. Um, I will say, because, well, okay, my job is trying to use TikTok to do recruiting. Hmm. I would never think to look for a job on TikTok unless I was, like, trying to... Well, not I don't know, I think I, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what's on TikTok, but I have never downloaded it to find out what actually is on there. Well, it's not so much looking for a job on TikTok. It's you're on TikTok and you happen to see a post about a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more so that angle, which, you know, yeah. that can work. I mean, the same way people post recruiting stuff on Instagram and, you know, because at one point people are like, oh, well, I wouldn't use Instagram for that. And then then all the companies joined and then, you know, and it's going through that same. It's going through that same uh, like. uh you know, transition of a new social media platform where, you know, it's just the people doing it and then the companies join and then all the adults join and, you know. Yeah. I remember back in the day uh, before I got Instagram, well, before Instagram was available for Android users, I remember saying, yeah, I don't need it. You know, whatever they post, they probably share it on Facebook too or whatever. Yeah. So I wasn't tripping about it. But then, you know, once I started using it, then well, and also I remember having the perspective like, oh, it's just people picture posting pictures of food. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it, that may have been somewhat true, but then once I got on it, I was like, oh, okay. And I, I think that applies to a lot of platforms. Is where it depends on who you're following. Like my feed may look drastically different than someone else's because you're gonna see like a lot of cars and stuff like that on my feed, whereas someone else may just be motivational quotes or I don't know. Fitness chicks, yeah. Mine, Entrepreneurs. Mine is well, yeah. Well, mine is a lot of them are actual fitness people, but it's it's all fitness people and cars right now. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Well, that's interesting because I've also like logged into because I have other accounts that I've access to and I've gone into them and it's like they explore pages like what, <laughs> like who who are these people? You you'll. Because I have access to multiple accounts, I've actually found things that I would be interested in, but they would have never shown up for me because of the yeah. algorithms. And that's well, and that was the interesting thing when I first got on TikTok, and I was just sitting there, I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of interesting things out here." And I thought about it, yeah, because on Instagram, I remember the explore page on Instagram used to be all kinds of stuff, and then they changed it to be catered to you, which yeah. there may be a setting in there where you can adjust that because it's like. I would like to discover new things, but when I go to that page, it's just more of the things that I like already. And you create that bubble where it's like when I join that, and it'll probably adjust maybe. I don't know. Who who knows? But it's like I'm seeing stuff about cars, some police that are TikTokers, black farmers, I don't know, somebody uh, doing construction and recording. them. It's, it's just like all over the place. And it was just like, oh, this is interesting. 
because you can actually find things that you may not have known about before and you can learn things. But, you know, that's the, I don't know, that's kind of the problem with social media. It kind of creates a bubble. Well, did you ever watch that movie, Social Dilemma? No. I've heard people talk about it, though. But. Well, it's basically that same concept where it's like your world is literally different than everyone else's. Mm. Um, especially if you're, you know, on a device all the time or on social media all the time then your world is literally different because in your world, you know, uh, Trump should have won the election or, you know, black lives don't matter or whatever it is, whatever is different, whatever you think is true is going to be supported by the stuff you find in your feed. And even outside of that, even outside of like things that uh, some people may see as black and white, uh, I think like for myself, because I, uh, like a lot of car pictures or I, uh, I may see like a lot of, uh, I don't know what else is on my feed. Yeah. So let's say I just go on Instagram and I like a bunch of car pictures. Then my explore page and everything is going to target car stuff, but I may be interested in other stuff. It's just, I'm never going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every once in a while they throw something in here and there, but a lot of it's the same. Cause like I follow a couple people who are like motivational speakers because I know them, but I really don't care about their content per se. Yeah. Uh, but you know that's my friend I'm going to follow them but then yeah. I see a lot of more of that in my feed and it's like yeah I really don't care about any of this but I know that person so I'm following them so it's one of those things where it's like Instagram, Facebook or whatever I have a, a, uh, a, a weird perspective on me as a person or they, they may think I'm interested in a lot of things that I'm actually not yeah which you know I, you know, I support the idea of having like you know, a burner account if you want to find new things because of that, <laughs> you know, because it's going to, you know, well, because I noticed like when I would create a new account for like my business or something like that, it, it immediately because it was connected to me it already it started reflecting my already started reflecting my explore page. And I'm like, no, oh, I want new stuff. I want something different on here, you know, <laughs> and it, it doesn't do that. But I don't know. But we'll we'll see how it goes. Because I mean, I like finding new things. So I've actually since I joined, I was like, okay, I'm going to follow these things that I'm not normally into, that are outside of my, that I'm interested in, that are outside of my, you know, normal wheelhouse or whatever, mm-hmm. so that it, it gets included in my algorithm or whatever, you know, just so I, I don't know, just so I can learn something, discover some new things, see something new, you know. So I don't know, but yeah. that's. That's how that goes. So, uh, what uh, you said, there's stuff, good stuff on TikTok. Is it basically like same stuff you could find on Instagram, or is it other useful stuff? Um, I mean, other useful stuff. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, this stuff may be on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I would never be able to find it. I would never, well, I see never a, know where to look. I ask that because it, I see a lot of people just repost. Yeah. Well, I guess in the format of it is you can come across stuff a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It just throws stuff. Basically, the front page of it is basically an explore page. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Versus Instagram, it's your feed. This doesn't show you your feed. It'll show people in your feed, but it throws random stuff at you. Mm-hmm. So, which allows you to see more things because you're just there and you scroll up and you see another video and then scroll up another video scroll up another video you know and it's like that so you're gonna run into different things versus like just seeing like oh i follow this person what is this person you'll see that too but it'll show you other stuff 
Mm. Um, if you're you know looking for it, so I mean it. So it's like reels on Instagram. Hmm. So it's like reels on Instagram. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't look at those much either. Well, I'm pretty sure yeah they created reels because of because of TikTok. So. <laughs> I mean, do you but, think yeah TikTok it's, is going to stay around much longer? Hmm? Do you think TikTok has got any longevity? I think so. I mean, because that's where all the kids went. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it is owned by Facebook, but yeah, pretty much Instagram's probably going to turn into the Facebook of you know, in some ways, it'll turn into the Facebook of uh, you know, social like, media. Oh. Yeah, it's like all oh, the older people are on Instagram, and then they're all like your kids are on TikTok. But but there's like a lot of young, older people of all kinds of walks of life on TikTok. So, it, so it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting world over there. It's not just people doing dances. And, yeah, the dance part is just I don't. It seems so stupid to me. So I I don't. Yeah, I don't participate or watch any of that stuff for real. But yeah, it's, um, yeah. I guess my reason for not getting it. Well, aside from like if it's just dances, I don't care. But well, well, one, some of the people that I follow currently, they just repost over on Instagram, so it's like, oh, I'm gonna see your same stuff, so I'm not gonna go follow you to oh, another yeah. platform. That's pointless. Yeah. But also, I only have so much time, and I already see myself. Oh, I don't waste that much suck. time on it, but it I is could, an absolute time suck. Yeah, I could see it as a trap because Instagram tricks me every once in a while, and I'll look up. I'll, I'll like pick up my phone to call somebody or text somebody and I'll realize, oh, I was just on Instagram for five minutes and did not call the person I was supposed to call. So um, just not having more of those seems <laughs> intelligent to me. Yeah, it's an absolute time suck because I downloaded when I went to Huntsville and like, because I went to my friend's house and I was talking to him and he was telling me, trying to show me something on there and I was like, ah, fine, I'll download it. And then uh, four hours no, later, then I, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 made created in a way that makes it incredibly addictive to like because you one video is there you scroll up another video scroll up another video scroll up another video and it's just constant you know so yeah it's it's super addictive i remember so you have to, I, I know somebody i work with they were like yeah i, I have a, a my i set a put a setting on my phone to limit the amount of time i can set up, spend on there a day so which is smart <laughs> Yeah, I know uh, when Instagram first came out, I got on there. I was looking at pictures of some car, and I just kept scrolling and kept scrolling and kept scrolling. And it was probably maybe 45 minutes of scrolling. And I was like, there's still more pictures. Because I was like, it wasn't <laughs> like, you know, some popular car that there would just be so many pictures of. But there was just a ton of them. And it's one of those things where you, you know, can you ever get to the end of the Explore page? I don't know. I never tried. No. No. It's, you know, I mean, I used to do that on Tumblr. I, I mean, because there, there are places like, I, I mean, I don't know. People are still on Tumblr, I guess. But yeah, um, I, I used to use it for references a lot mm -hmm. to find references and things like that. Um, and I've gone on there, too. But, yeah, it's like one of those things you could scroll forever because there's always another picture. Yeah, I've definitely... I mean, I guess a lot of these are very, very similar, but I've definitely gone on Tumblr and found somebody's like page that I liked and literally scrolled through every single post they'd ever made. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it, 
if I like your content, I'm gonna I'll sit there and look at all of it. Yeah. But again, it's it's one of those things where how much time did I waste on this? Yeah. And yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but sometimes I would um well back in the day I'd be work supposed to be working on something and I'd pull up Tumblr Tumblr and another screen just to scroll and as a result I would get very little work done because I had to keep scrolling through Tumblr. But I could see the same thing happening, you know, with Instagram or whatever, because yeah, you can always keep scrolling. Yeah. So I, I try to. I was telling somebody this, but a lot of times now when I sit down to work, where well, I sit down when I'm supposed to work, the first thing I do before I even start working is I pull up my distractions. I'll open up YouTube or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll open up Netflix or something like that, and it's like if I'm really trying to work, I need to close those. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I, I I used to do that a lot more when I I guess when I had my own office. I've adjusted it a little bit, but um, so I don't do that as much. But um, definitely when I had my own office, it was easier to do that. Now I'm sitting next to somebody. You know, we're always working on something, so I don't do it as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel the freedom to pull up YouTube or whatever. You know. So, so I mean, in that way, it's been, I guess, a good thing because it's like I need to just save this for later, this work or whatever. So, I mean, the you know the distractions and everything. So, well, that's one thing I noticed. Like, um, if I'm in a situation where I can't get on my phone and scroll through Instagram for hours, or I can't get on YouTube and look at stuff for whatever amount of time, it forces me. I really have to prioritize, and so then I'll take care of what I need to take care of, and then when I get back to the point where, oh, I need to have some free time, let me look at Instagram. 90% of the time, I realize, oh, I didn't miss anything. Yeah, I mean, that's like when you go on a trip or something like that, where some, or you're somewhere where you can't access your phone, and then you you get back, and you're like, oh, what did I miss? And then you realize, like, oh, I didn't miss anything. <laughs> well, there's been several times I've come back, and I, I still didn't have time, and so I'm, it's, you know, the time I spent away was longer than I expected, and then when I finally got back to it, I was like, eh, I, I, I don't, it's not important. Like, it's, it's just like your your connection to it weakens the more time you spend away from it, so yeah. I could definitely see that, and so I think, I don't know, it, it's a drug, that's that's the long and short of it, it's a drug. <laughs> um, what, do we want, what we wanted to talk about today was, um, Introducing somebody from a different field to marketing. Um, my fiance is starting to get into like run social media for somebody and learn how to do that. Which actually, your wife does that too, actually. So, mm-hmm. um, but it but she's been doing it for a while. So, but what we talked about is so you know I'm trying to like walk her you know show her how to do some do some different things, come up with ideas on how to do different do different things, and you know just basic you know, market or, you know, designer stuff that, you know, creative people do all the time. Things that we don't really think about that much. Just like, oh, just do this and this is how you find ideas and things like that. Um, and I realized how much of that I, we kind of take for granted. Like, because um, we do it so much that we don't even appreciate <laughs> our ability to do it, to come up with ideas and find new, you know, new concepts to think about things in different ways and to, you know, and then to also tap into communicating with people. Um, especially when you're, you know, if somebody is being introduced to that and they come from a job that may be a little more, you know, mundane, a little more, you know, 
you know, it could be like customer service or you know, just the boring, you know, <laughs> or 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 monotonous tasks and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I think the. I, uh, oh. I remember when my wife started getting into that type of stuff. It was, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's weird when you have to teach someone something that you just know. Yeah. And it's hard to explain it to them. It's like, no, you just just do it. <laughs> yeah, because to you, it's like, oh, well, yeah, obviously you just do this, and oh, that that idea doesn't work. I'll just come up with this idea, and if that doesn't work, you know. It's just that's where you learn your brain to work when you're when you do this all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's um, I know I've had to learn to you know I mean it takes some patience of course, you know take a step back and realize that you know you do this for a reason you may have been doing this for a while, and other people need to learn about it, and I also think you you teaching somebody else just like how, how I've you know been working with a younger designer me taking a step back and having to show her different things or teach her different things has helped me become a better designer because I'm thinking about how I get to, you know, how I get to ideas, how I problem solve. I'm thinking about it better and, and making, I'm, it's making me do it more. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like actually follow the steps of solving a problem more. Versus just, you know, just like, oh, that didn't work. I'll oh, just do this. And then, oh, I'll just get frustrated and just change the idea entirely because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Instead of, like, seeing things through and, you know, in, you know, in the collaboration and all that kind of stuff that's important. But, um, I don't know. Do you have any uh, thoughts on, like, I, I don't know, like, the best ways to, uh, are there things, what are things that you take for granted as a designer or a creative that um, that you've noticed when you've worked with other people? Well, I'd say one thing is like just coming up with ideas. So um, I was watching, well, this was during Adobe Max last year. Um, I was watching this guy talk about how he comes up with ideas and he was saying that the worst thing you could do is probably, you know, go on Pinterest or go Google image search and search for the thing that you want because you won't come up with mm many creative ideas and i've done it that way before but i know that uh a lot of people that may be new to like creativity or design that type of stuff they their first inclination may be okay i need an idea for uh, whatever a social media post about cars or cats so they'll google that and they'll find stuff that is you know it is the thing that they're looking for but it's gonna just be and some of that stuff may work, but it will look like what everyone else did. So if you're really trying to be creative and do something different, um, this guy was yeah. saying, just think of the first thing that comes to mind. Like, okay, walls. Okay, what can I do with a wall and a cat? And yeah. then using that, I can come up with something that hopefully is different than what most people are doing and better. And it's actually something creative. And it's not just, let me just go on Pinterest and see what everyone else did. Uh, which is definitely very tempting because I've done that for logos and stuff like that. Where I forget the name of the site. There's a site where you can look on it, just like logos for the letter A or logos for the letter B or logos for the letter C or stuff yeah. like that. And so lots of cool ideas, but nothing. New. I can't copy them. Not yeah. not and and not feel comfortable. With my, I wouldn't feel comfortable with myself. I'm sure some people would completely be comfortable just copying someone else's stuff, but 
I mean, how much are they paying? <laughs> but yeah, I'm not gonna copy someone else's work, and then also, uh, if I'm not gonna copy, then looking at a completed project or you know someone else's already finished idea kind of immediately limits my creativity because I'm like thinking about that. But if instead yeah. I start from a blank slate and don't look at anything then I, I feel like I'm in a better position to come up with a, something that's really creative and, and new. Well, potentially new. It might not be new. It's tough to come up with something that's 100% new. But you could come up with some, some other idea that's yeah. you, literally and yours and not just what I saw on Pinterest. And I don't think you need to start completely blank. I know for me, I like when I was painting a lot more and stuff like that and trying to come up with ideas, I found a lot of, got a lot of ideas from looking at other forms of art mm-hmm. so instead of looking for design inspiration by looking at other designs look for you know go look at go look at some paintings or something go outside go do something go, go study some other form of art and then and how that art is made and what what elements put it together what you know how it just really study mm-hmm. and that'll help you come up with something that's a little bit different than just like oh you know let me look at all I mean because like you know there's all these you know like um what is it, Behance, or there's all these like artists and designer communities that I'm not a part of. And I have an account, but I never go on yeah. there because I feel like I'm just duplicating whatever somebody else did. Yeah, you're, you, uh, you're definitely influenced by what you look at. And so, yeah. And if you're stuck, I do that sometimes. When I get stuck, I will go look mm-hmm. and be like, all right, well, fine. I just need the inspiration. Then I'll close it and be like, all right, now I got it from here. I just need it. I just needed somewhere to start. Yeah, sometimes I, but, I used to spend more time looking at those communities and stuff like that because I get ideas, but I was generally looking at it not when I needed an idea. It was just like, hey, I'm bored. Let me look at this stuff and see what people are doing in general. But yeah. um, if it's time to come up with an idea, I probably shouldn't look at someone else's work. Just me personally, because I know. Uh, it's, I, I remember when we were younger, we used to spend a lot of time just basically duplicating. Like I spent. I remember a summer where we drew a bunch of NBA team logos and stuff like that. It's good mm-hmm. practice, helped me get skills up, but um, yeah, I don't want to just be good at duplicating other people's work because that's not that's not a it yeah. is a desirable skill for some people, I guess, but that's not a skill that I want to be known for. Well, yeah, because I remember back then, yeah, we both learned how to draw, and I remember people used to be like, "Oh, can you draw something?" And then I would I I knew how to draw. But I lack the skill to come up with my own ideas. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, and that's, yeah, and that, I think that's the hardest part for people that aren't used to doing it, or even people that are new to it. I think that's the hardest part, is the ability to create new ideas, or to come up with new things and find inspiration from everywhere and everything. And, you know, it's hard to explain. I mean, Partially because we've been doing it so long, and partially because they don't teach that in school, so we don't even know the framework of how to teach somebody how to be creative, you know? Because they don't, I don't feel like they teach you how to be creative when you go to design school and these other things. No. Maybe to a certain extent, but not really. They, I don't, <laughs> well, I will, I don't feel like I was taught that. I think it was just something, the environment I think helped me in that in some ways because I saw, you know, you see other people's projects and you're like, Oh, I want to do, Oh, that's a really good idea. And so you, you kind of peer pressured into being more creative on some level. But I think, yeah, especially like in my work environment and maybe in your work environment, you're not always working with, 
you're not necessarily quote unquote competing with other, other designers. It's just like you. And so mm. there's not as much motivation or push to not as much, you know, uh, you know, people nearby motivating you to be more creative and try different things. Yeah. Cause like I used to be in yeah, the I mean, lab in college working on my assignments or whatever. And, you know, I could see other people's screen. I'd see what they're working on. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really good. I need to do something cool, too. And so it motivated me. But nobody's around. <laughs> My motivation is just, you know, like whatever I saw on Behance or whatever other art, you know, design yeah. board I looked at. And as your experience goes up, I mean, you may be doing good work, but at some point your feedback from people in charge may just be, oh, that looks good. And you're like, but does it? I don't know. It's like I need somebody else to tell me if this is good or not. Because <laughs> you're not getting that feedback from somebody anymore. Because some people just leave, leave that entirely to you. Well, so that's the thing so. for... Um, like my wife, she does social media stuff. And then um, I know that she has done stuff where she's gotten great feedback from her audience. Like, oh, this is great. This is cool. But from a design perspective, I was like, eh, that's not that great. Yeah. But it's like, well, it worked. And so it's easy to continue doing that same thing. Like I remember I met this guy shortly after I finished college and he showed me this really thick binder full of club flyers he had done. They were all very, very similar. Mm -hmm. I didn't care for the design, but they worked and he got paid for them. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But uh, at what point does like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Does your design integrity matter to you or are you just like, Hey, I'm getting paid. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, and there's a, I think there's a balance to it because you can go too far with the design integrity and cripple mm. yourself because you don't want to, you know, finish anything. Um, or, 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 yeah, I mean, it can because I, you know, I've seen that with new designers. Sometimes you see people like come out of college and they make these all incredibly intricate designs, and it's like that's cool. That's not going to work though. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know these websites that are all these like cool concepts and like oh and it's like but yeah nobody knows how to use that yeah. it's not going to work but those are things that you have to learn over time that you know yes make the best design that's I mean uh, well it's not even make the best design it's make the right design mm-hmm. do, do the thing that you know, if there's a way to improve things so they are more readable and think, because there's things that are very important, like making it readable, making it, you know, understandable, you know, making sure it's reaching people. But then there's other aspects that, yeah, it could be better if this was slid over just a little bit or this was over here a little bit or, you know, things like that. But the average person may not care about that. Yeah. Well, that... <laughs> and I think there's some core things you have to adhere to and everything else is kind of, you know, you know, if you have the time, make it better, I guess, but... A lot of times it's like, I'm doing this for me and other designers. Nobody else will care. Yeah. Well, so that's what I try and, uh, like, as I've been trying to, like, when my wife asked me for help, like, what do you think of this? That's kind of what I try and do is, like, yeah, the design could probably be a lot better or possibly be changed significantly. But let's uh, temper this with what she knows. Like, she knows her audience better than I do. So she knows what's going to kind of got to gonna kind of work so let's not do too much that's gonna hurt them but also let's 
hey, th- those two things are too close together. Let's move that over a little bit, or let's let's make that font a little smaller, or let's use a better font, or something like. Let's keep consistent with your brand colors, that type of stuff. Um, and then because. I mean, like we've seen, there's a lot of brands that don't have the best design per se, but they are consistent with their design and they keep doing it. And they're big brands. There's a lot of big brands that I think don't have the best design, but it's just, or they didn't, may not have necessarily started out with the best design, but their consistency and, you know, all that other type of stuff and knowing their audience is what made them successful. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I think especially working with new people, younger people, people that are new to it, it's important not to over, you know, criticize what mm-hmm. they're doing. You know, I mean, because I work with, you know, I work with a young designer and, you know, sometimes I'll take what they worked on and like make some adjustments and things like that. But it's important not to just throw it out because you're going to discourage people. You know, some people can be snobby and it's like, don't don't be a snob. <laughs> you know, Let people explore and figure out, help them figure out, find these solutions without you just wanting to take yeah. over because you cripple them by just doing everything like no let them do it push them give them assistance where they are try to identify what the problem areas are why they can't why they're having trouble finding ideas or whatever it is and then move forward from there because yeah otherwise you're just gonna end up doing all the work yeah yeah if i have to redo everything then it's no point so lead them to water and let them drink and I think that sometimes that can be difficult if you got time uh, deadlines and stuff like that, but you don't have to put all the pressure on them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you just have to you have to be a good judge of, you know. I mean, that comes with good leadership, yeah. honestly. You just got to know what to you know what to give them, what their strengths are, where you can jump in, and how you can help them grow, and you know. And all that kind of fun stuff. So, I mean, and another another thought I had. I mean, um, that it, you know, I thought of like with with introducing somebody to marketing or design or creative fields and stuff like that is to, um, you know, like uh, try to look at ideas as no idea is completely bad Good. idea. Good ideas can come from bad ideas. It can inspire a bad idea, so don't shoot it down. Like it's like a, like almost like an improv where they have the yes and mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like that. It's but it's not exactly yes and. It may be like no, but this. You know, this may not work, but because of you did this, this this now works, and you know things like that. And it's like introducing to that 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 kind of thinking, of that you know, that anything's possible. <laughs> you know, kind yeah. of thing. Well, I think the other thing is like. It's not necessarily something you should just do <laughs> randomly on real paying work or real projects, but just say, hey, um, I have to do this design or do this thing for social media, and this one part I can't change. Like, like let's say I, you have to use the color, like, doo-doo brown in your next design. You may, That might not be the one you want to use. That may just be the wrong thing to do, but that forces you to be creative and find a way to make it work. Or you may say, I have to use this picture... Yeah the stock photo of this guy somewhere in the design, no matter what. And it may be a bad picture or whatever, but just find a way to work around it and it forces you to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. And find us. Because I know in, in college we had some assignments like that where we had to take things that just did not make sense to use and find them anyway, way to make yeah. it work. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the, that's one of the most important things. Yep. <laughs> so, are you surviving the cicadas? Uh, they ain't really shaled up down here yet. Uh, it's so it's it's pretty bad here. Well, it's oh. pretty bad in my driveway because it's a tree, and I think they all hatch from in that tree, and it's so noisy out there, like. If I go outside before like six thirty-seven in, in the evening, it's just your ears are ringing because it's so loud. Um, and oh. they start up. I think they start up around nine-ish in the morning, making noise and landing on stuff and running into you. So actually, I went. Uh, I was riding my bike this weekend, and that was <laughs> that was disturbing. <laughs> Because uh, they kept, oh, uh, no. you'd be thinking they're not going to come towards you, and then they just dive bomb straight towards you and run into you. None of them, like, tried to go on my mouth or nothing, but I'm ready for them to be over and done with. I'll, I'll wait another 17 years before I want to deal with this again. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we haven't dealt with I mean, we had bad pollen, but we haven't had a lot of cicadas down mm-hmm. here. Well, I guess it's mainly up here, apparently. This is the first time it's happened since I've lived up here. Cause I haven't been up here 17 years. Um, I remember the last time it happened. Does it happen yeah, it's like every 17, 17 years, years or something, they come out. It's a lot of them. Like every year, some of them come out. Because I think there's others that come out every five years or something like that. But the 17 year one is the bad one. Oh, okay. Because they're like everywhere. Um, oh. And they're just flying back and forth between the trees in my front yard and landing all over my car. And. Uh, not cool. Oh. Yeah. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, no, they would have come down here first. I, I don't know. Maybe it's up there. Yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> a, like an East Coast thing, from what I've heard. Uh, speaking of which, so I saw the for our movies and TV segment. I saw the new Wonder Woman movie, and it was terrible. Oh. Well. I heard that. I was tempted to watch it the other night, but I was just bored. But I, I didn't do it yet. <laughs> I, I, I didn't pay. For, well, I guess I did pay for it because I paid for the plane ticket. But I watched it on an airplane. And normally, like, I don't fast forward movies much, but that one, that one I definitely fast forwarded. Oh. So it was like, what? This is the the evil. The bad guy just didn't make sense. Oh. oh we went and watched um. Uh, Quiet Place too. Did you see the first one? No, I wanted to see it because the premise was somewhat interesting. Huh. It was good. And the second one was good, too. No, it was good. Alright, I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah. And then I'll watch, we watched the uh, third season of Master of None. which um, I mean, the storyline was good and everything, but um, the cinematography and everything mm-hmm. on there... Cause a lot of it was like on a farm and stuff, and it was like really, like, like really mm. beautiful. It was just like, wow, they really went all out with like, like everything. It's like one of those things where it's like every shot has a purpose and it's like conveying a lot of you know different things. So it was really interesting from like a creative inspiration standpoint. Well, did you watch that? What was it called? It's a movie where this couple couple just argue, argues the whole time. I uh, I think I know what you're talking it's about. It's like Denzel Washington's it. son and then some really skinny girl. I forgot their name. Oh, yeah. Zendaya. Maybe. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't watch it though. It sounds yeah, disgusting. it was it was dumb. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the cinema cinematography on some of that was interesting, like because they literally shot it. It was all just in this one house, so there really wasn't. Mm. I won't say that it was all no, interesting, yeah, but it was it was okay. But from a cinematography perspective, it was somewhat interesting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I can agree with that. <laughs> I, that's definitely not something you want to watch with a significant other because they might start, oh yeah, she's right. You do do that. And it's like, oh my goodness. Well, Master and Nun, they have there's some arguments in there too, so I don't know. They get awkward. But I watched the first two <laughs> seasons like, of that real. and they were okay, but it was, it's not like, I don't know, I expected it to be like funny because of what's his face but it really wasn't funny it was just like a story oh this huh. the third season is even less funny mm-hmm. it's an interesting story though but it's well, the less, first one's it's not funny because i saw some people were mad it was like what happens you know? and i was like i don't it'd been so wild long since the second season came out that i didn't really remember exactly what the yeah. tone was i mean i know it was partially funny though but i don't know i enjoyed it because it was a good story it was dr- more dramatic more well I don't mean dramatic in like a Tyler Perry way, but like just more, I don't mm. know. It was telling a story. It just focused on, you remember, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Well, you know who Lena, Lena Waithe is. It's focused mm. on her. Almost entirely. Her and her uh, wife in the movie. I mean, in the show. But um, Aziz shows up for like two episodes. So he's only partially canceled. But he directed everything. <laughs> oh my I don't remember why he got canceled or whatever, but um, no, I mean, he directed it and all the other stuff with it too. But no, but but it's focused on her. But it, it's a good story. I like it. But but yeah, mm. just, you know, it'll make you want to farm. Did so. you see uh, Love, Death, and Robots season two? Yeah, yeah, I did watch that. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what happened in it or what some of the ones, but I don't know. Th- those there were a couple that were like, I, "That was a good, that was mm. a good little show." I, I yeah. want to see more. Yes, make more, <laughs> more of that story, please. Yeah, I, I liked the first season better, but yeah, it was good, and it, it some of those definitely inspired me to like do something creative, draw something, paint something, whatever. But I like that show. Yeah. No, it, it's it's cool to watch. Yeah. But yeah, this the second one definitely some of those some of those episodes of like I yeah. want more of that. <laughs> make it make it longer. And they had uh you know, say one with Michael B. Jordan and I mean that one the story wasn't as great. It was cool, but no. Well some of them have a very the story, like if you wrote down the story, it would be very simple. Like guy crashes he has the the robot malfunctions. He has to fix it. Simple story, mm-hmm. but just all the making it. They they found a way to make a simple story interesting. Because I know there's several of them where it's just like mm-hmm. robots walking around in an abandoned world. And oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that it's not terribly yeah. a terribly exciting story per se, but they made it somewhat interesting and somewhat funny and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's that's. That goes back to like what we were talking about about design. You just gotta 
take what you were given and find a way to make it interesting or better. Yeah. Because I imagine that was difficult to be like, we only, you don't have that much, you have to make this story. Mm-hmm. You've got 20 minutes. You got to tell this full story. Because I, I mean, I was saying that about the second Quiet Place movie. Mm-hmm. It felt short. I was like, oh, you could have done more of that. But on the other hand, I've watched, I've seen plenty of movies yeah, that could have yeah. been a lot shorter. Well, there's a lot of them where they waste a bunch <laughs> of time on stupid love out. stories and other like just peripheral stuff that yeah. doesn't matter. And it's like it got to it, and then it was done. It was like, okay, where's number three? Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Where's number three? You know, <laughs> it's like cool. And they did kill all the black people, but you know, mm, it's summertime. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah, I mean, hey. it's the way it goes, but. This dog is annoying. Georgia, get off me. But that's it for our TV segment. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be yeah. back again at some point. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>